Hi, this is Neha Hirachan, your host, and I welcome you all to our very first podcast produced by Shotocorp. Today, we have Lex Limbu as our very first guest in our very first podcast, of course. Um, I'm pretty sure every one of you know him, but for those who don't, Lex is a blogger and a YouTuber from the UK, and now he owns a popular blog under his own name. Now that you know, let's welcome him. Hi, Lex. Hi, Neha. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? And thank you so much for gracing us with your presence. Oh my, oh my God, of course, why not? Um, I'm really happy to be here and to be able to um, be your first guest. I think that's a very mm-hmm. memorable um, really sweet of you. memorable thing right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, how long has it been in Nepal? Give us a little gist of what's going on in your life right mm-hmm. now. Right, so uh, this time around I'm here for three weeks, mm-hmm. um, of which two weeks was spent uh, with Tracing Nepal. Mm-hmm. And I have a few days left before I head back to the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about Tracing Nepal? Tracing Nepal is um, is a uh, tracing Nepal is something that my friend and I, Sandrika mm-hmm. Guru and I, started back in 2014. Mm-hmm. The whole idea came out of uh, you know because having lived um, you know personally lived mm-hmm. majority of my life outside of mm-hmm. Nepal, um, I always enjoyed experiences where I came back to uh, Nepal and visited uh, different places. Mm-hmm. And when my dad took me to like Amrogaon or like in mm-hmm. Taplizung, Taplizung, um, okay, and I just felt like a lot of uh, young people, young mm-hmm. adults who mm-hmm. are growing up abroad uh, were lacking that experience, mm-hmm. um, you know, because when their family brought them back to the UK, mm-hmm. brought, brought them back to Nepal, all they were doing was, you know, going to relatives' house to eat mm-hmm. and they were getting a very boring uh, view of Nepal. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know what, tracing Nepal is going to be an experience which is going to let uh, these young adults show Nepal in a way that Nepal... Uh, is cool. It's fun. It's exciting. As well as there are some parts of Nepal, there are a lot of parts a of Nepal that parts. still needs help, mm-hmm. needs still need support, mm-hmm. and through that uh, they it needs engage. To be exposed also. Yes, yeah. yes, and they okay. engage with um, incredible work of charities mm-hmm. um, and individuals who are doing such a huge thing to make a difference mm-hmm. um, here in the community. So that that is the tracing Nepal idea and the experience. Uh, so what kind of applicants do you take in? Like, what is the recruitment process? Right. So every year uh, in around January, we open mm-hmm. the applications. Um, this is a annual experience only, mm-hmm. and we only take up to 12 to 13 people okay, 13. Uh, due to our capacity. You know? mm-hmm. um, this is not my full-time thing that I'm doing. Uh, so when we do get applicants, we select few people who have lots of experience, mm-hmm. who have done volunteering before, who have traveled oh, to different okay. countries. And then we also take in people who have no experience, whether that's education mm-hmm. or whether that's work or working with people and voluntary. Mm-hmm. And some people, they might cite um, reasons being you know, that they want to c- come to Nepal to explore their identity because mm-hmm. growing Growing up in Hong Kong or uh, UK, they they've never felt Nepali or uh, British either, you know. Uh-huh. So it's it's a, like it's in a between, mixture. Like you yeah. don't know where you belong, sort of. Yeah, yeah. not eta na uta. Yeah. That was <laughs> another word that I yeah. uh, heard from somebody else this morning. Yes, yeah, so, so yeah. Uh-huh. It's a mixture of all of them. It's mm-hmm. a mixture of all of them. So in that sense, the team members from Tracing Nepal sub- can support one another through their uh-huh. experience sharing as well. And they are able to um, reap a lot more uh, benefits from the experience that they undertake in that two weeks. Um, so basically, you don't take applicants from Nepal, but Nepalese who reside outside the country, right? Correct. So yeah. at the moment, uh, the whole idea has only been for Nepali people who live outside of uh, Nepal. But mm-hmm. eventually, the idea is, you know, uh, we would like to grow. We see ourselves growing, mm-hmm. but we don't want to grow too rapidly mm-hmm. because once you start growing and you start uh, shrinking, then that's a mm-hmm. really bad idea, mm-hmm. bad uh, thing that people will kind of tap on. Uh, eventually, in the long run, mm-hmm. uh, we would like to 
uh, caters to Nepali people from Nepal mm-hmm. and also non-Nepalis, you know, um, oh, okay. foreign nationals mm-hmm. and aim for, you know, the complete tourist a, experience. Yeah, like an international platform sort of. Yeah, but I think it's going to take a while for us to get there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of homework to do, a lot mm-hmm. of experience that yeah, we have to gain yeah. ourselves, but yeah. Um, you started blogging early on, perhaps at the age of 15. Yes. Is yeah. it so? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need my patient research. research. Yeah, <laughs> true. Um, which is very early for, for me, at least. And mm-hmm. um, I'm mentioning this right now because I'm assuming that whatever has happened in your life and whatever is happening work-wise, including tracing Nepal, it all started with your blogs. Correct, correct. Yeah, so yeah. it's like whenever people mm-hmm. ask me, like, how should we intro- introduce you? Mm-hmm. I always say, oh, just go with the blogger because blogger. That, that was mm-hmm. the first thing that mm-hmm. got me noticed or mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, gave visibility yeah, to sure. what I was doing. Um, so, yeah. And then out of blogging and that visibility, so many things have come about, such as Tracing Nepal. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Uh, what has the journey been like from the time you started till today? Because, I mean, you started in the year 2005 or seven. 2006. Say, or seven, 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 seven okay, yeah. and it's 2018 right now. I yes. mean, the, the journey and the gap is like mm-hmm. huge; it's massive. Uh, do you see any sort of transition over the years? I definitely see a lot of growth uh, mm-hmm. personally and professionally mm-hmm. as well. I think as a 15, 16 year old, you're so um, yeah, you feel like you're you're on the top of the world and yeah, you're you're the only one. Mm-hmm. And at that age, I also probably acted as if. I was only doing everything for myself. But mm-hmm. uh, over the years, I realized that, you know, my um, mm-hmm. blog and now m- much more my visibility has grown, um, mm-hmm. you know, drastically. And mm-hmm. I have to be much more careful with how I kind of, you know, do things, say things and how mm-hmm. I add um, opinions to things that are going around and making news. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is seeing how social media has changed in the past 10 years has been mm-hmm. very, very um, fascinating, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I blog a lot less than what I used to, you know, even yeah, four noticed, or five years yeah, ago. Yeah, as an audience myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think the, the whole blogosphere ha- has been changing. People don't read as much. Yeah, it's all true. about videos. Yeah. Content has been shrinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're more into all these pictorial things. Like, for example, Instagram is very famous as, as exactly. opposed to Twitter, right? Yeah. And perhaps it's it's one of the reasons, uh, you know, that people can resonate directly. Or they can yeah. see things and... Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think it takes away from your work what you do? I mean, you have a certain uh, uh, hobby or, you know, like you mm-hmm. have that passion for blogging, right? Do you think it takes away from that section? I definitely think with how I started, it definitely mm-hmm. takes away uh, mm-hmm. the things that I used to do when mm-hmm. I started. But I also think that there is an advantage to everything that is happening mm-hmm. right now. Um, before, when if it was celebrities or other people, mm-hmm. they would rely on websites or blogs mm-hmm. to let that be their platform yeah. for their message to come out. Mm-hmm. But now everyone has access to their own platform yeah. and they don't need to rely on websites, etc. Mm-hmm. So you become the kind of author of your own kind of mm-hmm. writing or you become your own voice mm-hmm. right now uh, which is re- which is really good yeah um, in, a, in a way right in a way yeah um, but i think it's a it's a challenge that for people like me who are bloggers who still want to blog um mm-hmm. we must adapt with the change so we must be mm-hmm. uh we must kind of convert ourselves into a one minute format and all that mm-hmm. uh, which i don't necessarily see myself doing that's why i'm um i'm, I'm a lot less if that makes sense in mm-hmm. terms of blogging and my visibility mm-hmm. online uh, you've been in this blogging game for a very long time now. Mm-hmm. I mean, in front of people, in front of media. I mean, it's it's been a really lo- a long run. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think, uh, you know, it, it at times it sort of feel uh, like really pressured or do you feel like a work work at times? Yeah, definitely. Like mm-hmm. now, now that I... Um, let's say I'm a grown-up adult. Mm-hmm. I've finished all my studying and all that. Um, and my personal... 
um, let's say my professional life in the UK where mm-hmm. I work Monday to Friday and I'm mm-hmm. tired and I want to just go home and mm-hmm. sleep or mm-hmm. just read something um, or watch something. Um, but I can't because sometimes there's a bit of, you know what, uh, because you have to visibility is so important consistency is so important and then sometimes that makes you think yeah, like why do I even do this it's not like me not uploading anything is going to change somebody's life but uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry and there's that yeah. amount of kind of the, that pressure you exert on yourself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because you don't want to give things up yeah, because true. you I understand mm-hmm. how much ha- I have gained from mm-hmm. uh, this amount of visibility um, so n- now it does feel like a, a, a responsibility and a, mm-hmm. sometimes a chore. Mm-hmm. But um, but you know what? There are days where I feel so like, you know what? I want to write about this. I want to share what my views are and feelings are as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you're about your, uh, the video you just released, which mm-hmm. is a great video. You're coming out video. And, and I really want to congratulate you. you for it right now, even though I'm, I know I'm like super late, but better than never. Uh-huh. Uh, about the video, you've said a lot of things which are very intricately put and very deep. And as an mm-hmm. audience myself, it just caught me, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've said that uh, this is my perspective on what you've said, okay. Uh, you said that you started off blogging as a hobby, as a passion, right? And it went down to being sort of obligatory at some point. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, perhaps you felt the need to um, you know, walk, talk, or behave a certain way. And you also said, uh, quote-unquote, uh, I have to read the quote out, would I be able to deliver? Uh, would I be mm-hmm. able to be the person they expect me to be? Uh, it just caught me as an audience. Why would you say so? I mean, where were you coming from at that particular point of time? You know, when, when things start going good for people, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a lot of kind of adoration, adulation, and um, uh, kind of expectation. Of yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, um, and I think one of the most difficult thing is when you start listening to that, when mm-hmm. you start listening to that, you suddenly feel like, oh my goodness, like, you know, there's only, you know, they just expect bigger and better mm-hmm. from me. And because the hype around doing great things is so much that that can literally, you know, pressure somebody. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where I was coming from because uh, there's always that element. I know that when I'm in the UK, so many people come to me and they easily say, mm-hmm. you know, Banza, Timita, Nepal, you know, you're someone who could do great things in, um, in Nepal, like don't waste your time here and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they don't understand that there's so much reasons behind yeah. me staying in the UK. And mm-hmm. personally, one reason is because I actually love being in the UK as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have my whole family, whole base. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that I can just kind of switch off, you know. Um, I'm, I'm literally going to be a bit of that guy, but I'm going to use it in a very positive context. So when I'm here, even for my three weeks, I make sure that every day I do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that contribution will still remain. But um, I think it's a journey. But when I was younger, mm-hmm. uh, it, was, it was definitely something that I felt really bombarded by. Oh. But now at the moment, Not I, anymore. yeah, mm-hmm. I'm very clear regarding my or journey. Have you sort of mastered the art of balancing things? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, yeah. And then I've also realized that it's about me at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't really matter what people say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think everyone will take a while for it, mm-hmm. that to hit. Um, if, you, if you really have to pinpoint one element or that one mm-hmm. factor or that one point, that sort of, you know, triggered you to come out completely naked, not literally in front of the entire world. <laughs> because I bet it was scary and I bet it was like dreadful and taunting and, you know, fearful in every which way, right? What pushed you to do so? Well, in terms of coming out, I think it was only in 2014 that I felt that, okay, you know what, I think mm-hmm. I need to come out one day in a very public way. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I wasn't scared or nervous about the kind of reaction because, to be honest, if you followed me closely enough, then mm-hmm. I think everyone had an idea anyway. It wasn't something that I was kind of like hiding, hiding, mm-hmm. you know, from the things that I uh, showcased, etc. especially on my Instagram. Um, but it was just like everyone was waiting for me to say it with my own words, with my own mouth, mm-hmm. okay? And I think um, now looking back at uh, the, the video coming out, um, which, uh, by the way, Shatrakop and Kailash has mm-hmm. done an incredible work on, mm-hmm. um, I am very proud that the video came out and what I didn't realize what I was doing was mm-hmm. I was, you know, I was the voice to my own story and it, it didn't take other people's uh, halla mm-hmm. and any other kind of random things mm-hmm. to come out for that uh, revelation to come come forth yeah but i think mm-hmm. when you have the power to carry out your own story and say it like loud and proudly mm-hmm. that 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 turns the tide around yeah mm-hmm. and and i think and but that's happened and i think um, i'm very fortunate for that and i have to say maybe because of my visibility and my years of um, I, I would like to say my years of kind of good work and networking, um, mm-hmm. the support has been there. And I can only hope that other people, whether they're a visible person or, uh, or someone who's, um, you know, leading their own kind of mm-hmm. personal life, that they get that support too. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you discuss with your parents before coming out, like making an entire video and throwing the product out to the world? Or was it your own, uh, you know, intuition? And it, was my, it was my own choice. So all mm-hmm. I did was... Um, uh, the the scene with my mom and me mm-hmm. uh, the oh, night that, before that just me, I swear <laughs> I cried okay <laughs> <laughs> the night before I told mm-hmm. my mom like hey, mm-hmm. no, no, video bano this, okay? mm-hmm. um, feel about it, and mm-hmm. then she was like what <laughs> why couldn't you tell me before and stuff mm-hmm. and I was like because it's not something that you should be thinking a lot about you mm-hmm. should just say what you feel because mm-hmm. at the end of the day your feelings are never right or wrong mm-hmm. um, especially in a matter like this um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah so and in terms of telling my dad Mm-hmm. Um, how that came about was mm-hmm. I wanted to wait until the whole video was created mm-hmm. and then showcase it to my uh, dad and my sisters and be mm-hmm. like, right, this is a video and it's going to come out very soon, right? Okay. Because I felt like if I talk about it mm-hmm. and then start explaining it, mm-hmm. it's very airy. It's going to be difficult for them to contextualize. But mm-hmm. I knew that what I wanted to create was something that no one would say, you're wrong to actually upload it. Do you get what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but do you think uh, it was, I mean, uh, you know, making an entire video, being, being behind the camera and, you know, making someone else film you, video you and, uh, you know, uh, create a product is a lot easier than being in person with someone and confronting to them and, you know, answering to all the whys and hows. Because I bet it's, it's, it's very difficult to uh, confront about things to, mm-hmm. to people you really love and care, you know, because yeah. you might as well, you don't know the line, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you might as well hurt them. Yeah. So think, oh, yeah. okay. So in terms of like, I came out to my parents mm-hmm. before the video. Oh, so long okay. before the video. Okay. But it's just that they thought, oh, okay. Um, you know, we, we talked, I mean, we had a lovely discussion and, you know, talked a lot about, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all that and stuff. Mm-hmm. But in terms of my decision to make things public mm-hmm. and create a video, mm-hmm. that was more of a, let me create the video first and then I'll show you. And in my life, how I kind of live is I don't really ask for permission. Oh, okay. I, I inform them. So mm-hmm. um, ever since the age of 16, whether it's traveling, whether it's doing anything, I just mm-hmm. say, look, I'm going to do this. And, and yeah, I don't normally, I feel like I'm sensible enough to actually make my own decisions. So, um, Like 
now that your video is out and mm-hmm. it's i mean the world have seen it and commented uh, commented on it and all those things um answer me honestly do you think uh, your video sort of encompasses a larger group of lgbti people and community as a whole to sort of you know come together and help each other to liberate the image in the society i mean uh, do you think your video touches every possible corners and have that sort of an impact on people or in society in general That's a really good question. It's a very mm. broad question as well. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't like to say yes it does, but mm-hmm. I would like to but from the kind of messages that I've received, mm-hmm. it was, you know, I I actually thought all the support and mm-hmm. um the way that people relate would only be from the LGBTIQ community, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a case of that. It was it was mm-hmm. even people who were going through um uh domestic abuse domestic violence people who are going through intercaste marriage mm-hmm. and whose parents never supported them mm-hmm. people who wanted to study different subjects and their mm-hmm. parents never supported them you know the mother son angle that we yeah, that's yeah. in the video right. that was uh, related by so many in so many different contexts mm-hmm. right um so tidi i think i was i was so surprised because mm-hmm. i just thought it's just going to be all the lgbtiq people who will mm-hmm. watch it and mm-hmm. they're probably going to be like oh my god you know you've done this kalko but um i i never expected that and in terms of i think from in terms of my video it's from a perspective of a gay man mm-hmm. claiming the space that i am a gay man mm-hmm. um but i think along that lines that also you know because the lgbtiq community is kind of lumped together as one mm-hmm. um uh it, it's a it's a moment for all of us mm-hmm. it's a moment for all of us we've had some incredible work and visibility from you know our trans mm-hmm. um brothers and sisters in in this mm-hmm. country mm-hmm. and it was it's just a matter of time that more visibility and role models um or figures of example mm-hmm. emerge from you know uh gay men lesbian women mm-hmm. and so on um do you get questioned on your your identity i mean your sexuality as a whole by by people a lot No, I don't. You so, don't no, no, I don't. <laughs> Ani, I think that's a challenging thing not, for not not even on a personal level. I mean, your friends and all if you No, but, no, because I think uh, um and uh, surprisingly even after the video ca- came out, mm-hmm. none nobody has actually um asked, asked myself mm-hmm. or my mm-hmm. father and or my mother regarding what actually happened mm-hmm. or why this is around. And I think mm-hmm. it's also because me as a person even though i'm very social and i go all mm-hmm. here and there mm-hmm. there's always a level of distance that i guess people have between me and them and mm-hmm. my friend circle we're very close mm-hmm. um and yeah i don't think it's um before before all of this like i never thought it was anybody's business mm-hmm. but now i've suddenly made it <laughs> everyone's <laughs> business <laughs> i mean um i asked you this question because mm-hmm. uh, i vividly remember having a conversation with one of my best friends who's gay yeah. um uh, i told him that i presented a paper on lgbt rights in nepal in my university and how mm-hmm. i remembered him while doing so i mean which was very natural of me i think yes. uh, and to that in a knee jerk reflex he goes you know like i i don't mo kunai pani esto box ma fit huncha so lagdena bhane bhane ko mai And at least for me, I I could sense a a feeling of tiredness in the way he said it. Yeah, you know. So I thought, you know, you you would have a, a similar kind of experience, but no, mm-hmm. which is great. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of labeling, Malakoya kinds of laxa, but this is 2018. You know, if you look at um, examples from uh, the West, like America, UK, Europe, um, there's the whole kind of. um phase where people are gender fluid and everything mm-hmm. but at the moment in nepal we mm-hmm. still have to claim that i yeah, am gay yeah. okay yeah, and if i could i would just say like 
I'm, I'm just me. Yeah, and I'm just I think a human being. Yeah, like, I like, love yeah. everyone. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I think for, for a lot of people, they get hooked on the question, mm-hmm. And I, and I my no. thing is, but I think I realize that I think I like boys more than girls, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I still confuse my friends because when mm-hmm. I go out, uh, clubbing, etc., mm-hmm. and I'm just like, you know, uh, getting really interested in some mm-hmm. girls, and they're like, "What? Like, what is happening?" <laughs> um, but I, I think, like, you know, I, sometimes as people grow up, mm-hmm. and then they start hearing and learning. That's when subconsciously people start behaving in a different way. But we also sort of have to understand that mm-hmm. change is the only constant, right? Yes. I mean, and it's okay if you if you feel a certain way yesterday, and it's okay if you feel totally different, like just the opposite the next day. Definitely. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you took a huge step for yourself. I mean, I mean the video, of course, mm-hmm. and of course for the world to see and you know everybody to um, sort of jump into it. Um, while in context, I am a huge fan of a celebrity figure who is like presumably gay, and uh, more often than not, in many of his uh, public platforms, he's like uh-huh. made it very clear that you know what I don't want to sort of uh, discuss my sexuality or justify uh, what I am to the world, which is fair enough to me at least. You know, perhaps that does not define him as an individual or a person. I but, really want to ask who this person is. I have no idea. <laughs> off, off camera. Okay. Um, but uh, do you think it's okay? Or do you think it's not okay for someone very influential and for someone who is in a certain position where people, you know, there are a lot of people who would legit want to listen to what they have to say and might as well apply in their lives and mm-hmm. follow it religiously, right? Yeah. To sort of shut down on something that's very important that has to be talked about. I mean, not, not in a way that, you know, I'm gay and yeah. all, all those things. But then, you know... Like I exist, sort yeah, of, you know. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it's it's very important, I think. Do you yeah. think it's okay, or you, it it comes down to well, uh, individual choice? Firstly, um, mm-hmm. it's a really good question that you asked. I'm not sure. I'm I'm actually not too sure regarding mm-hmm. who you're speaking about mm-hmm. in the context. But mm-hmm. in terms of Nepali context, ma'am, we had a behind the interview, ma'am, Monica. That 2014-15, my UN DPK had interview by with you, an interview, and it was a discussion by with you, and I said. Um, Trans uh, trans women are mm-hmm. but the biggest worry is it's actually pushing a lot of gay men further into the closet because they're worried that if they do come out, mm-hmm. everyone's gonna think that you know they're actually now gonna um, dress up as a woman, mm-hmm. and because you know the whole LGBT mm-hmm. uh, community, the the T has over kind of uh, shadowed all yeah, the other yeah, uh, terms, mm-hmm. right? And then I was thinking about certain figures and I said, mm-hmm. if that person claimed that space, I am a gay person, I'm a gay man, mm-hmm. that would just flip everything around. Oh. And, and we were just like, yeah, but I hope that person mm-hmm. comes out. And then, you know what? Uh, everyone, go, it's their own journey. It's their mm-hmm. own kind of preference and stuff. But I definitely feel that in the context of where we are in Nepal, we definitely have to really use these labels positively, positively, you know, mm-hmm. and I wished mm-hmm. and I still wish that more people, whether they're from the media sector or academic backgrounds mm-hmm. um, or even the political uh, spectrum, mm-hmm. that they come out, um, they, come out and, they yeah. come out and they claim that space because mm-hmm. only that is going to, um, you know, bring much more visibility and light into all of this because, mm-hmm. you know, for me in 2014-15, when I was talking to my friend there, mm-hmm. I was waiting as well. Uh-huh. But then... Um, 
the more life experiences I have, the more people that I met for coffee dates. And then the more I realized, oh my goodness, you're going to be another guy who's going to be married with a woman mm-hmm. um, and have a baby 10 years down the line. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know what, Some, someone has to do it. Yeah. And then I think sometimes even my friends who are here in Kathmandu, you know, mm-hmm. who are from upper upper class or middle class background, mm-hmm. whatever you say, and they always say like, I'm doing all of this tomorrow. I have a gay shoot going. And, and he said, they say like, why are you doing this? And then I'm like, but when have you seen in a magazine two men holding hands and just walking down Austin? When have you seen like love love, Mm -hmm. is not just between a man and a woman? And I just just don't understand like Mm -hmm. uh, why my friends even ask me like, why are you doing this? It's like, why not? Like if I don't do it, who's going to do it? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like I know that people have come out and a gay man Mm -hmm. have friends have come out. eh? But and. I'm not saying, I mean, like the, the visibility that I gained with the video, that's great. Mm-hmm. But there are so many more uh, yeah. people with much, much more prominence and visibility that mm-hmm. if they come out as well, mm-hmm. it, it just would make certain things so much more better. But you know what? About, I can't wait for everyone. So yeah, I, I just have to do whatever I can do. Mm-hmm. But is it taxing? I mean, uh, just now you said that th- your friends and uh-huh. they ask. Or, yeah. Or second thought is it taxing? I mean, is it tiresome? Because there's only so much you can explain to the world or to people yeah. only for being a certain way or yeah. only for being yourself, basically, right? True. Yeah. Is it, um, mm-hmm. Sometimes, but I don't really listen to people. I don't listen to my friends as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, recently one of my friends said, oh, you know, like, I don't understand the purpose of mm-hmm. gay pride and how mm-hmm. it's like, you know, so over the top. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe in the context of London and certain countries in Amer- certain mm-hmm. cities in America, mm-hmm. pride now becomes much more of a celebration where there's like hot, hunky men. But mm-hmm. you have to understand the history behind pride. Pride was created and pride mm-hmm. uh, came into formation as a protest. Mm-hmm. And maybe kune kune des ma, kune kune cities ma, mm-hmm. the protest is, the element of protest is uh, going away because so much rights um, are there for the community, you know, for the people. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nepal ma I think we still need to continue things like the Gai Jatra, mm-hmm. uh, you know, pride parade because we have mm-hmm. so much to still fight for, argue for. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. Um, so and it, 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 just, it just becomes like, oh my god! But I think it's not just my friends; it's so many mm-hmm. people. Um, and I think along the way, you know, I'm mm-hmm. like, even though I'm only 26, but I mm-hmm. st- already feel like life has been very long. <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, oh god, another like, you know, if people live till 75, that's a long time to live. <laughs> but I just now at the moment, I think this year has been a lot of reflecting, questioning, and trying to understand why one lives and I think mm-hmm. my, for me I've just realized my, my kind of purpose is to amplify and then just kind of you know live the message mm-hmm. um, have you been given names have I been given names yeah given names like what like in a very derogatory way I mean probably like I don't know because I'm gonna be very honest here and very yeah. blunt uh, I saw it in your Twitter recently that you uh-huh. exposed a person yeah. who had apparently sent you a message that was um advertently audacious I'm just trying to put it very nicely uh-huh. for you um, which was great I was rooting for that you know what uh, <laughs> I don't know it a screenshot theo, you know? okay? somebody somebody sent you a message that that, that said um I don't uh, I, I hate you or something, something. it was on the uh-huh. dark side yeah um, I mean is it worth it do you retaliate to every single individual who try and deface you 
No, no. Uh, and I think uh, 2008, 
एंड इट्स वेरी डिफिकल्ट क्योंकि मेंटल हेल्थ को पूरा करता है ना वन कैन गिव सो मच एडवाइस वन कैन से ओ दीज अदर थिंग्स दैट यू नीड टू लुक आउट फॉर बट अंटिल एंड अनलेस दैट पर्सन इज विलिंग और एक्सेप्टेंस और एक्सेप्टिंग दैट हेल्प इट कैन इट्स जस्ट अ केस ऑफ जस्ट अवेयरनेस एंड एक्टिविज्म खा को बट हैविंग हैड um having lost quite a few friends through depression and suicide mm-hmm. as well it's mm-hmm. something that i really feel feel about and yeah. it's not just in nepal but you know yeah it's globally. sadly everywhere right yeah, i mean, it's everywhere yeah um, it's very unfortunate but then that's the fact and you cannot run away run away from it um you know like if i ha- really have to speak for the place and live i live in or the society mm-hmm. i live in um identification of the problem uh, yeah. given given a major lack of awareness you know is is one huge difficulty to to cross over mm-hmm. especially here i mean we don't we don't sort of accept to what's what's real and what's what's the fact right i mean yeah. and it's really sad to see people i mean losing lives to that yeah yeah definitely and i think it's very challenging you know kati pay ab hamro young man sir la matter na bhayera hamro even our parents and older relatives have been affected and yeah. we have lost them as well mm-hmm. but um tyota Uh, to stigma and to place of uh, mm-hmm. shame that mental health occupies mm-hmm. um it's much more prevalent in in our in a country like ours mm-hmm. yeah. um and it's still prevalent in places mm-hmm. like the UK as well mm-hmm. there are so many resources but people still don't know or people still are 10 times hesitant before they yeah. seek assistance and yeah to you know mental health is such a uh niche and it's to shuru ma cha banum na um it's something that maile dherai pahal garnu khojiraeko chu haina in terms of my activism and mm-hmm. fundraising pani maile recently tpo nepal bhanne euta yahi ko euta charity organization la pani um through my online following we uh, managed to raise tpo nepal, right? TPO nepal. Yeah. we managed to raise over 1200 mm-hmm. um pounds which was incredible ani titi bela chai i think tyo and sometimes like um त्यो गर्दा चाहिँ मलाई कति धेरै माई फलोइङले पनि उहाँहरूले मेसेज गर्नुभएको थियो एन्ड दे टोल्ड मी अबाउट लाइक द थिङ्स दैट दे हेभ बिन थ्रु ओर द थिङ्स दैट देयर फ्यामिली हेभ बिन थ्रु एज वेल एन्ड आई थट आई वज हेप्पी दैट दैट स्टार्टेड अ कन्भर्सेसन बिकज अ लट अफ द टाइम्स अन सोसियल मिडिया इट्स अल अबाउट ओ माई गड वेर इज दिस प्लेस वर आर यू इटिंग एन अल दैट हेल्प बट द कन्भर्सेसन दैट एक्चुअली मेक एन इम्पैक्ट ओर मैटर इज हार्डली बिइंग डिस्कस्ड एन्ड आई आई होप दैट uh through governance mm-hmm. as well as you know through young people as mm-hmm. well that we know more and the young people who know more mm-hmm. as i said always needs to do more not True. just to uh, inform their friends but mm-hmm. also their family members yeah, yeah. It's, it's because it starts everything from the family itself yes um lgbti rights in nepal mm-hmm. in terms of its laws um i think as a country we're pretty appraised i mean in terms of its laws and you know yeah uh, but do you think we are getting there as progressive human beings where we are and we will be able to create a space and environment free from all these petty issues i mean discrimination on the basis of sex and gender there's nothing pettier than this i think well there could be considering the world we live in today but yeah. uh do you think we have gotten somewhere at least or do you think this certain objective or this certain work or purpose is just too far fetched No 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 um so we 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 are definitely getting somewhere so mm-hmm. i think in 2007 when same sex uh relations mm-hmm. became um legalized mm-hmm. that was a huge move but from then onwards the idea is by now mm-hmm. you know we should have got to same sex marriage being yeah. legalized and so um, that that was a huge expectation mm-hmm. as well from the constitution um mm-hmm. in 2015 and mm-hmm. but um it's taking a while it's taking a while and even though that the constitution quota article actually says that mm-hmm. um every citizen True. every nepali citizen has a right to equality, equality and and yeah. that you know and then 
when it also says that marriage should only be, mm-hmm. be between a man and a woman, that actually takes away to the... Me, contradictory. Contradictory. Right? Yeah. Contradictory. And I also read, you know... Um, As a blogger and as someone who is so interested in all of this, it's so important for me to read all of this. And mm-hmm. uns- sadly, all of this kind of news and information comes in Nepali. Okay? <laughs> and so I'm just there you know, on, on uh, certain websites trying to read, mm-hmm. trying to make sense of it. Mm-hmm. And then the, sometimes the reasons that uh, these uh, people who are trying to implement these uh, codes and um, articles, rules are very kind of baseless. Um, mm-hmm. So I just hope that I think it is going to take much more of protest and activism. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to take much more people who are who have um, people like me, maybe who mm-hmm. have much more of a kind of cultural, social mm-hmm. capital uh, to liaise with people who are mm-hmm. in uh, governance mm-hmm. um, or who are in BDS, who are kind of mm-hmm. lobbying. Mm-hmm. And so I can expose, I can continuously mm-hmm. shed light on BDS work. Mm-hmm. And then it's not just... My rights you know, as yeah. a gay man should not only be something that I scream about, but, you know, mm-hmm. allies, friends mm-hmm. like you, friends mm-hmm. like other people who follow me, mm-hmm. they need to be there as well. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I think at, ultimately it's about equality. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, have you ever had, I mean, have you ever gone through a certain point where you've been like, you know, this is it and uh, this is a major mental breakdown and I cannot just, you know, go on with it anymore, sort of? Um, I've gone through very challenging moments, mm-hmm. um, of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, challenging moments. So I, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, dif- it's very difficult to say. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, 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 I have, I think, uh, yeah, this year after I came, after I kind of shared the video, I thought this was it. Like, you know, my life is always, it's all going to be on the up now and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, th- I think life just. It's so unpredictable and it throws all these curveballs. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's, it's, things can get very dark, mm-hmm. right? And um, challenging. But mm-hmm. any, I think that I, on my Instagram story, even though I have like really fun pictures and I'm mm-hmm. just having fun all the time, but there are moments where I really share what I'm feeling inside. And I think one thing that I um, remember vividly is mm-hmm. that when you're going through something, mm-hmm. you just want to, you wish you had the strength to share it to everyone to mm-hmm. let at least your friends or your support know what is happening in mm-hmm. your life and your how you're not just suddenly trying to withdraw yourself and mm-hmm. becoming like gloomy and all that you know it's so easy to say hey oh. but it's like you need that space and time uh to kind of come to terms with whatever you're going through as well mm-hmm. nita mm-hmm. um And and yeah, I mean, the, the, um, yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. So what do you do? I mean, do you space out and join out on people? I I write. You write. I write. Um, I write. So yeah, I do too. Same. Yeah. So I I write my mm-hmm. I write my journal. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to kind of always given really uh, because I'm such an open person, mm-hmm. so it's always mm-hmm. difficult for me to keep things. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether and even before being a blogger, I was very open anyway, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I try to kind of you know through captions and stuff, mm-hmm. given idea and inkling. Um, thankfully, my family they're they're always very respectful. They never uh, they never ask anything. Mm-hmm. They just know that if I think middle onwarne onwarne when I'm not happy or something, mm-hmm. I know when I'm going through things. And mm-hmm. I think that there was a po- there was a moment in uh, in my life this year. I think mm-hmm. I was just very very um, yeah go like stuff. And um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think it's it's a process. It, it's it's not something when when we go go through things, whether it's 
heartbreak or anything or life mm-hmm. choices or coming to terms with your sexuality mm-hmm. or huge decisions that you're about to make in life or learning about things in your life that you don't necessarily you find hard to accept mm-hmm. um there's all it's like okay the journey is it feels like it goes up but then there's always reminders or triggers along the way which mm-hmm. kind of just shuts you down mm-hmm. um which is i think very necessary as well right because mm-hmm. i think happiness is such an overrated emotion i mean you cannot yeah. be happy like 24 hours a day right yeah i, mean, I think yeah. happiness is a cha- it's a challenging concept because mm-hmm. everyone talks about it and shares yeah. it so much that people along the way forget that there are you know incredibly tense moments in life mm-hmm. i know where one loses the hope to kind of see the next day and stuff mm-hmm. and titi bala saying it it's just like seeing somebody happy can be like the most destroying it's, thing yeah. ever not that life is to be compared but mm-hmm. you know um so that's why it's it's really important that we talk about all kind of mm-hmm. share our sad moments and and i think the part of me when i wrote that caption was i wish i could share my whatever i'm experiencing right now but mm-hmm. i know i can't because i just don't feel like I have passed that hurdle yet mm-hmm. and that's that's quite an annoying thing as well. Um I mean you blog, you write. Yes. I mean there's nothing as as powerful as as a pen and mm-hmm. a paper. Um but do you struggle at times? Like you know kati kura to monma pani huncha ni ta dimag huncha there's so many things. I mean I go through a gamut of emotions a day. Yeah. And I have to say and I have to admit that like more than half of it is on the dark side. Which, yeah. I mean at the end of the day I have to tackle it and mm-hmm. all those things but Do you struggle? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I I I talk to my friends. So mm-hmm. I have like two three really close friends. Mm-hmm. Um close is in like they're the friends that I kind of uh, mm-hmm. trouble with all the things that I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and for me it's it's a, it's a lot about career. Mm-hmm. It's a lot about career. It's a lot about mm-hmm. kind of uh, understanding mm-hmm. the purpose. And sometimes I think I question um I question life too much uh, or I yeah, think too same. much because uh, mm-hmm. that's what my sister mm-hmm. always says and I and I think well we're we're such different people I can't mm-hmm. just like be like you mm-hmm. just like you can't be like me yeah. if I tell you to just like think I know that you can't mm-hmm. um and I think it's really difficult kinabane I know that as a blogger you know there's so much you can do you can write and stuff mm-hmm. but there's also an element that you don't always want to write about all this kind of sad things mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. Um so it it's it's kind of like managing all these perspectives and mm-hmm. perspection perceptions mm-hmm. um which can be quite challenging in itself and as a blogger the most important thing is about honesty and when you mm-hmm. find yourself writing in a way that you're trying to depict another version of you um that's when you feel like what's the point but how do you draw the line how do you know that okay fine this is mm-hmm. a bit too much and i have to stop and you know change the path mm-hmm. how do you do that i I try to deal deal things with myself first mm-hmm. and when I feel that I'm comfortable enough to mm-hmm. share mm-hmm. um then that's when I share I know but I don't try to kind of um tame things down mm-hmm. just for the fear that it might kind of worry some people mm-hmm. or, or irk some people because sometimes I think there was one article which I wrote called why I live mm-hmm. and it was a very kind of dark <laughs> dark piece and um mm-hmm. some I had like really good personal messages that mm-hmm. came through and they were like oh my god you know i didn't think you would think like this as well and stuff and i'm like no at the end of the day we're all humans my mm-hmm. social media all these instagram feed where i'm mm-hmm. like you know in a swimming pool etc it's mm-hmm. just like a few minutes of my life get that's mm-hmm. few minutes of my 24 yeah, hours like where a few seconds yeah my yeah. brain is going through probably my mm-hmm. mind mm-hmm. my mind is going through all sort of uh, turmoil um i think we've come to the end of the show now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, producer sir are we done <laughs> 
um, any last uh, word or any last message right. you would want to say so to I audience? Think, you know, we've talked, a, we've we've covered such a variety of topics uh, today, mm-hmm. which I'm really happy about, mm-hmm. and I hope people get to listen to this. And mm-hmm. in terms of like, you know. Um, you know, just to just to get it there, whatever that we are going through, mm-hmm. I know the challenges, etc. Mm-hmm. I hope that everyone is able to. This mm-hmm. is very similar to what I said in the video. Mm-hmm. Find at least one friend who actually listens, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, because as I sh- shared in that video, a problem shared is a problem halved, and it can mm-hmm. just make you feel so much lighter. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, ultimately, you know, being a nice, kind, respectful person um, will make everyone's journey a lot better. Um, whether it's the journey of someone coming out, someone mm-hmm. going through something, someone accepting mm-hmm. something about themselves, um, and always, always look out. I think uh, life can life can be incredibly challenging sometimes and frustrating, mm-hmm. um, especially in such a context where we all know each other. But you know, you just have to <clears throat> you just have to kind of you know find find your own calling and mm-hmm. and pave your own path. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lex, for your time and your presence. It was wonderful talking to you. Thank you so much, Neha. Thank you for your time as well. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Um. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. We shall catch you all on the next episode.